Coming off the Bitcoin 2022 conference, you might feel a little down from the highs of meeting and spending time with Bitcoiners. I've also found that going to these events leaves you with an additional sense of urgency to do something more, or to become more involved somehow. One way to do that is to participate in Bitcoin projects, or work in a Bitcoin job. The best in Bitcoin made audible. I am Guy Swan, and this is Bitcoin Audible. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Bitcoin Audible. I am Guy Swan, your host, the guy who has read more about Bitcoin than anybody else you know. And I am sitting here. We are coming at you live from the Daddy Swan zone here. Um, and I'm I'm sitting here with my brand new co-host, Rad Swan. That is Radford Swan. Rad, the man, the baby, who has listened to more about Bitcoin than any other baby you know. Welcome to the show, Little Rad. Do you have anything to say to your fans? Wow. Those are powerful words, man. Powerful words. So we have had an eventful handful of days. We are, we are, what are you, five days old now, buddy? That sounds about right. Sounds about right. I don't have, I am trying to count how many times uh, my wife and I stayed awake for extended periods in which it was dark, as opposed to stayed awake for extended periods in which it was light outside, um, because that is our only reference of time. And I am only really up for recording at this point because I have had my first four-hour nap, like just full stint of sleep, in these last very exciting five days. So, I am going to do a short episode today, but a really good one. This is a piece I've been sitting on for a while because it's really important to the space. I think having some perspective and at least covering the idea of getting a Bitcoin job, of working in Bitcoin and trying to go you know, deeper into the ecosystem and really provide something to the space, uh, and, and more specifically in a bear market you know we talk about this a lot this is when the signal comes out and the noise is cleaned and you know this feels like a really good time to reiterate these sorts of ideas and there's uh, swan bitcoin does bitcoinerjobs.com if you don't know about this this is a golden resource i've really been impressed by a lot of the setups like the, the little things that swan has been doing it's not really in their job description you know they've just been providing something for the space and this one really is a huge one. I know a lot of people who have gotten access and, um, you know, inter have spoken with companies that need Bitcoiners. Uh, like, what? That's what we need to do. We're building. We're building an ecosystem. We're building an industry. We're building a culture. Like, we need to. We need to be connected. We need to have our own versions of these things because there is a lot of conflict between the Bitcoin world and the fiat world and. People just think differently. I don't care what anybody says. They do. Like when you're in the Bitcoin space, when you understand what Bitcoin's purpose is, when you when you adopt or begin to grasp the values that Bitcoin reinforces, you just think differently. You operate differently. You 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 care about things in a different way. And honestly, it's 
crucial that we facilitate that, that we reinforce it, and that we allow it to be the thing that judges our future. So, this piece is written by Stefan Levera. You know him, you love him, host of the Stefan Levera podcast. Um, and uh, I will have the link to, he actually mentions a couple of um, episodes in this piece. I'll link those in the show notes just because there's some good interviews to revisit. I've listened to one of them just as I was listening to this, or read, reading this pod, uh, oh, good Lord, reading this article, I stopped and, you know, between other things, have listened to uh, one of the episodes and it's really good. But real quick, uh, I just want to thank our sponsor, um, SIRS. We have Swan Bitcoin. Who'd have thunk? SwanBitcoin.com slash guy. They have Swan Private. If you are getting into Bitcoin and you feel lost, you feel like you don't have a team that you can ask, this is literally what Swan Private was made for. And they are hands down the best, if not the only, company that really does this. Go to SwanBitcoin.com slash guy and select private at the top of the page, and you will see all the details. Then you want to get yourself a hardware wallet. You want to get yourself a safe, secure hardware wallet because you do not want your keys exposed or at, you know, a liability of somebody else, and that's why you get a BitBox. I personally am a huge fan of the BitBox. I got like three of these things now, and uh, uh, you guys can get a 5% discount. They have extended it to my audience with code GUY. Go to guyswan.com BitBox, and it'll take you right there. And then lastly, the fold card. This is the debit card. The debit card that gets you sats back on everything in your life. I have stacked just shy of 8 million sats in the last like year and some change, like just barely. And I just run all my bills, all my fiat payments, all my all the little medical bills for this little guy right here who is slowly falling asleep on me. I run it all through Fold and I get sats back on everything. If you are in, if you still have to use Fiat and you're not doing it with Fold, you're doing it wrong. 20% off with code guy uh, no, excuse me, Bitcoin Audible, all one word. Go to guyswan.com/fold, it'll take you right there. Okay. That took a little bit longer than usual, but um uh, let's go ahead and get into today's article. It's a pretty short but very valuable piece and it's titled the why and how of getting a Bitcoin job. If you're dedicated to Bitcoin, getting a job in the industry can be incredibly rewarding as it fulfills the desire to advance the technology. By Stefan Levera. Coming off the Bitcoin 2022 conference, you might feel a little down from the highs of meeting and spending time with Bitcoiners. I've also found that going to these events leaves you with an additional sense of urgency to do something more or to become more involved somehow. One way to do that is to participate in Bitcoin projects or work in a Bitcoin job. At Bitcoin 2022, I spent time at the Bitcoiner Jobs booth hanging out with some fellow SWAN employees and Bitcoin job hopefuls. Here are a few insights. First, why do this? There are a few main reasons why people work in a Bitcoin job. You think Bitcoin is the most important thing and you can't think of any other industry that would be more exciting or energizing to work in. You see a massive opportunity to be early in this space. Some Bitcoiners are unemployable in other industries due to their attitudes or mindset. 
You huddle a Bitcoin bag and want to do what you can to help more pre-coiners and new coiners find their way into Bitcoin. Bitcoin companies are generally remote working friendly. Bitcoin companies will usually give you the option to be paid in Bitcoin. When working directly in a Bitcoin job, you work with other like-minded individuals on a shared cause. It feels great to have that shared vision about what's wrong with today's fiat world and to work together on building out the new world of tomorrow. When you work together with other Bitcoiners, you feel less need to self-censor than in a fiat job. You feel more connected as though your work is making a difference. Working at a Bitcoin company can give you a similar vibe to attending Bitcoin conferences and meetups. The trade-offs versus fiat jobs. To be clear, this isn't for everybody. Some people are just earning too much at their fiat job to think about giving it up. In these cases, it's chop wood, carry water. Keep stacking that fiat and converting it into Bitcoin whether you are purchasing, earning, or mining. Taking a Bitcoin job would be trading off on income for those with specialized skill sets. It is similar to the trade-off of working at a FANG company for the high pay and stock options versus the higher risk play of working in a small tech startup where you get some equity and have more upside if the startup gets bought out. What ways are there to get involved in Bitcoin? You could find a Bitcoin open source project to contribute to. Take a job in a Bitcoin company or even start a Bitcoin company serving the industry. If you're an enthusiast closely following the industry, there's a good chance you can spot gaps or unmet needs. Perhaps you could build out a product or service to help. Contrary to popular opinion, you don't necessarily have to be a developer to contribute. You could be a writer, work in customer service, have transferable skills from the energy industry, or perhaps work in sales, design, operations, or many other roles. Bitcoin has a thriving ecosystem, much of it screaming out for the right talent to join. If you want to get into Bitcoin development and contribution, look into organizations such as Blockstream, Chaincode Labs, Spiral, MIT DCI, the Human Rights Foundation's Bitcoin Development Fund, and Brink. Various exchanges and Bitcoin companies sponsor developers. There are programs to support and train Bitcoin and Lightning developers such as Kala, see my interview with Abu Bakar Nur Khalil, and Summer of Bitcoin. There's also Base58.info by Lisa Nygut of Blockstream and Programming Bitcoin by Jimmy Song. Finding a Bitcoin job. So what does it take to find these kinds of jobs? You can search on platforms like bitcoinerjobs.com and post your profile there. You can network and meet people at Bitcoin conferences, events, and meetups. Having open source contributions or prior Bitcoin company experience is a plus. Building up your portfolio of work in the space and becoming known for a specific thing will help in any job application process, and it might even help jobs find you. In some cases, a person does a job in the area for free, quote, but later gets paid to continue doing that work, or at least something related. In other cases, I've seen people create their own jobs by starting or contributing to a side project that later becomes a full-time business. For example, some individuals start by producing educational content on Bitcoin, Lightning, security, and or privacy topics and later get hired by a Bitcoin company to continue creating this material in-house or working as customer technical support. Others start consulting services to teach these concepts. Building up your profile 
There are various ways to support Bitcoin and open source projects, as you can make contributions in multiple ways. Helping with documentation or writing tutorials. Suggest new ideas or features and feedback to developers. Spread the word in some meaningful way. Code or code review. Research related to the project. If you want to hear more about making contributions to Bitcoin open source projects and how this can dramatically improve your Bitcoin career prospects, check out my interview with Rockstar Developer and Pavlinex of BTC Pay Server. Make the most of Bitcoin conferences and events, especially if you meet Bitcoin company leaders or staff and outline how your skills or enthusiasm will help in a particular role. Bitcoin Employers Generally, Bitcoin companies benefit from hiring Bitcoiners. You get more passionate and motivated employees who genuinely care about the cause. Sure, there will be some Twitter shitposting while on the job, but this will be more than made up for by the reduced need for training on Bitcoin. Bitcoiners as staff will also help you recruit other Bitcoiners to the team and help create the right kind of company culture too. In summary, if you've just got this background feeling that fiat job life isn't for you, definitely look into taking a Bitcoin job. I know people who have taken pay cuts to work in a Bitcoin company who did not regret their choice. It allowed them to work on something they were genuinely passionate about with a team that shared a similar purpose. Whether you want to contribute to Bitcoin open source projects or work in a Bitcoin company, Best of luck out there. There is a lot of work to be done. This is a guest post by Stefan Levera. Opinions expressed are entirely their own and do not necessarily reflect those of BTC Incorporated or Bitcoin Magazine. All right. So that rounds out the short but I genuinely like really valuable piece by Stefan Levera. You know, it's not... There is no one answer to getting a bitcoin job and it's kind of like this it's kind of like the saying is like how do i make a successful company you know like if, if you're asking that question you're there are no rules to this and specifically in bitcoin is the entire ecosystem the whole space is new it's experimenting and like he said like he closed this piece out there is just an incredible amount of work to be done uh, so i wanted to share a couple of thoughts on this um in the guy's take here because i think this is important and i think mostly it's important because i get this question daily like literally every handful of days somebody contacts me i get a dm and i don't get to answer all of them but somebody hits me up and i try to answer as best i can with the few times, the, the few things that I know I've done that headed me in that direction or got me a short-term position and how I think about that um, and how I think about like going about that in this space because I think I can lend a couple of additional little points uh, to this article. And uh, we'll get into that in just a second. Let's take a quick break really fast before we do and uh, hit our sponsor for today. And that sponsor is the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. These guys have built an incredible little product. Uh, my link at guyswan.com slash bitbox will send you straight there, straight to the Bitcoin-only version of their hardware device, and, uh, and also 5% off when you get it with my code, G-U-Y. But the Bitbox, for those of you who do not know, is a simple, 
secure hardware wallet for keeping your keys safe but accessible. And this is really my my personal reason that I go to this wallet a lot. It doesn't have buttons like your typical hardware wallet. It's literally just got a touch surface along both sides of the device. So you can orient it any way you want. And then it's got USB-C so you can actually plug it directly into your Android phone and use it with a mobile app, which is a big deal for me because you, you get the security of cold storage, but the usability of a mobile wallet. And their desktop app is great too. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of stuff that's simple and works. Um, like I like to tinker with all of the cypherpunk stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I love doing that stuff as well. But sometimes you also just want to have an option that you know you can go to. And when you plug it in, it's going to do its job. And that's frankly how I think about my Bitbox. So go to guyswan.com slash bitbox if you want to snag yours. And they got a lot of other great little security things in their store. Guy, G-U-Y, gets you 5% off everything. Check it out. Don't forget the discount. And guyswan.com slash bitbox. So I want to start out just by talking about one of the benefits that if you're, if you've been in Bitcoin for a long time and you really you really understand the worldview and the values behind this stuff. You've, you've embraced the low time preference, uh, you know, versus the, you'll stay away from the high time preference value system, so to speak, or, or morals. Then honestly, there is, there is nothing more fulfilling than working in Bitcoin. Um, uh, Rad is giving me a dirty look right now. Like you son of a bitch professionally, buddy talking about professionally, but then the fiat world, I, literally, when, when I was working kind of fiat life, and, and luckily I kind of, quote-unquote, got out of that um, before things got really bad. I cannot imagine how bad it is now. But there's this, there's this element of feeling like you're walking around with a mask on all day. That you have to pretend to be this person and in this world. And this is just kind of from personal experience, so I don't know if this is everybody's, but I do see this come up a lot is that you're you're pretending to have these values or care about this job that is clearly just here to make you money and um you know you're just mining fiat right to get more and more bitcoin but that you have to self censor you have to constantly go around and keep your mouth shut and not say not express the values that you believe in that you have to worry about offending everybody and if there is anything I mean, I, I kind of have a unique situation because the podcast just started working and paying me, um, which is another great example, though, of like one of the principles that I really think is the most important things. Like going back to something I said just a minute ago is that there are no rules for this. Like we're in an entirely new space that is being built from the ground up. The last thing we need to think is that there is a set of instructions or a way or a set of ways that this has to be done. There are no rules. The point of finding a Bitcoiner job, the point of adding to the ecosystem, like the the notion that you need to keep in the front of your mind, I think to be successful in this way, is to look for problems, is to look for headaches, to seek out where things aren't working quite right, where stuff is a pain in the ass, where, you know... User experience is failing where customer service is not, you know, filling in the gaps. Find the pain points, find the problems, and fix the problems. 
do whatever you can to fix the problems, to come up with a decent idea. Like, that is the whole basis of this show. A utterly stupid, simple, like, people, like, Alex Svetsky was talking about, like, I just talked to him a couple of weeks ago, um, a week, good lord, I think it was only, like, okay, but so it was before you were born, Rad. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, time is non-existence, but I was talking to Svetsky, and, uh, you know, he does the Wake Up podcast, which is a really cool podcast, by the way. And he was working on, there were a couple of things that he wanted to cover on the show that were like articles and things that I had not read. Um, and he was also looking for a way to build out more content and be more useful. And he was, you know, thinking uh, to maybe read and cover these things on the show. But he kind of felt like he was standing on my, you know, stomping on my feet, encroaching in my territory, if you will. But understand, like, this is, there is nothing to this idea. I mean, we had a really fun conversation, and I was just like, dude, yeah, for 100% do it, man. Um, there is no possible way that I could read everything there is to read, or any possible sense that I could claim that I own the concept of reading a thing out loud onto a podcast. But that's all I did. I was having a problem. As an internet technician, I was on the road 8 to 10 hours a day, in a van with a bunch of tools and working basically by myself. You know, I'd talk to customers or people at a site, you know, clients and sort of stuff, but just briefly to figure out what the problem was, and then I just sort it out, right? So I'm by myself, I'm cruising, I'm driving an unbelievable amount of time. I've got nothing but listening time, and nothing but podcasts, nothing but audiobooks, everything that you could think of. And my problem was... There was an ocean of articles. There was an ocean of things to read, to dig into, research papers, everything that I could possibly think of, but I can't do it while I'm driving. I literally just wanted, for three years, I drove around working at this job wishing and looking for all the automated robot versions of Bitcoin Audible out there, um, uh, just hoping or wishing someone else would read the articles out loud so I could listen to them. And that was it. That was all. I, that was the basis for this entire show, and and it was also helped commit for myself to dedicate time to sit down and read through these things in full and really flesh out the ideas, really think about the technology, and dedicate real time to it. Um, because you know, particularly when you're just like, I save. Is still to this day, I save a thousand more articles than I read. It just, it is inevitable. But worst of all is when I think I have read something, the, the general person will read like the first paragraph of an article, then skim the next few paragraphs. They start at the headline, they read a paragraph, they skim the next few paragraphs, and then they get distracted with something else. Like we have incredibly short attention spans. And one of the things that bothered me is that I would catch myself covering or talking about or debating an idea that I realized I had basically done that and I didn't think about it until I was in the moment like discussing this with people that I had no real foundation for what the hell I was talking about hey dude what's up man Rad's getting a little agitated um but and hey, hey buddy hey dude alright we're gonna edit edit okay um what was I talking about I uh uh, oh, oh, podcast. So, yeah, so the the general idea was that I saw a problem that I was having, that I was wishing someone else would solve, 
And so I just kind of sat down one day and decided that somebody else had to have the same problem, right? Someone out there had to be, I couldn't be the only possible one, so I'll do it and see if someone else listens. And somehow, three, four years later now, that's, it is sustaining us in a pretty amazing way. Um, I could not be happier, honestly, how well this has turned out. Just to produce myself a job about reading, learning, and teaching Bitcoin. But doing that with a team, with somebody who's running a startup, with somebody who's working with a company or a product, I'll tell you, one of the easiest, like networking, you know, people say network, you got to network. Networking is just going out and making friends and proving that you can do something, that you you can be aware of other issues or like complications in uh, the process. Like you would not believe how much value there can be in saving somebody 15 seconds. If you can save that same 15 seconds in some way for a million people. That is a solution that can save 28 years worth of lost time. And yes, I did that right off the top of my head. I did not pause and break out the calculator at all for that. I'm just that good. But I, every single team, literally I do not know of a single one that does not have every group of Bitcoiners, every open source project, every, every one of the companies, they all have Telegram groups, they all have Discord chats, um, like all of them, jump in. If there's a company you're interested in working for, I mean, obviously go to bitcoinerjobs.com and just look around. And if you're a developer, you've probably got a much clearer path to, okay, I've got this one problem or this one headache, and so I'm going to build a simple and quick solution around that issue. But that is not all of the Bitcoin space, by any means, actually. And I actually think a lot of the other things around that, the marketing, the support, the user experience, like so much around um, the apparatus of trying to build and implement new software, um, because there's a huge orchestration effort. They're just, just working with people and getting people organized is a massive pain in the ass. And I think a lot of those things get kind of left to the wayside or are dismissed and people don't realize how much value is actually being lost there because we focus there are such clear things that could benefit bitcoin and benefit a lot of bitcoin companies that some things really kind of get put on the back burner they get procrastinated on and then those become our big pain points look for those look for a problem come up with a solution and see where you can implement it who you can help and uh, like I said, talking about like going back to Discord and Telegram groups. So I've worked with a number of companies in the past before, um, uh, well, loosely, loosely, and talked with and learned uh, or made friends with a lot of different people in a handful of Bitcoin companies before the show was even anything that somebody might recognize. You know, like I would constantly tell people about it. Like I didn't have, I didn't run into fans of the show anywhere. But even then, if you just get into a Telegram group, you would not believe how many, like, like for instance, like with the Casa node, I got super, super excited about the Casa node when that came out because I was looking for, that was kind of like the first iteration, the first generation of the Umbral, the MyNode BTC, the Embassy, uh, the Start9 Embassy node, 
a bunch of these like really much simpler, much easier to use node implementations to, um, you know, basically help bridge that gap to the user experience and for the non-technical user. Casa was a big part of that. And that's why I was really excited about the product, even though they eventually, you know, the, they dropped the whole thing and discontinued it. But a lot of people were having problems. Um, a lot of people were having support issues. And as I worked through the issues that I was having myself and trying to solve them, I noticed everybody, like I just kind of hung out in the Telegram group for a while and a lot of other people were having the exact same problems. And so I just tried to stick around and check in on that chat regularly and um, share my solution, what, what I found out worked for me to solve that problem. And then I noticed a whole bunch of questions that kept showing up. You know what I did? I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to get a job at CASA. Um, I'm, uh, so what I, do, I started doing is I, I actually made out like a simple spreadsheet. And every time somebody asked a question in the Telegram group, I saved it. I recorded it, you know, took a little uh, copy paste of the conversation where it was and link to the app or whatever it is that uh, the conversation was taking place. I basically went digging in to try to find out if I could solve the problem myself, a lot of time I could if I just kind of dedicated a little bit of time to it. But when I couldn't, I waited for, you know, Jameson or one of the other support staff or developers in the group. And then I would just record it down. I would just record the answer because they, they are actually busy people who have tons to deal with. And they can't sit around and answer questions all day. They're actually building the products and making the service work. So I started just kind of keeping a record. And I ended up with a pretty big spreadsheet of common problems, their solutions, uh, and then I even recorded down when they updated the issue, like like which version of the new software uh, for the CASA node basically solved the problem so that I knew, okay, if you're on version 0.23, then this is the solution. If you update it uh, and the problem showed back up, this was the new way to solve it or the new way it behaved, etc. So I could, there were actually a couple times where I was talking with people and I could guess which version they were just because I had this, all, all I did was keep a record. That was it. That was all I was doing. And the fact that it was helping me so much in just answering people's questions, I ended up uh, emailing it to somebody over there. I can't remember what it was when I basically got to a point where um, uh, my wife and I kind of had like a sit down and we decided that we were going to, it made the most sense for me to just dedicate to the show, um, rather than try to find a job in Bitcoin because it was really looking like I could get value out of this show. And obviously it was what I really loved doing. Um, and, uh, Rad is over here looking so freaking cute. It pains me. Um, but yeah, so but, but just that was just kind of a I, – I really thought that I kind of became like a little staple in the Telegram group for a while, um, answering questions for people, helping out, and a simple – something as utterly simple as just keeping a record of problems that people were having and how they solved them so that I could be there to help other people out and take a huge weight off of any of the support staff for the time that I was there and – answer and try to sort out somebody's problems. And, you know, I technically, even though I was, I'm technically inclined personally and I could solve a lot of the problems myself, it didn't necessarily have to be the case that I was super technical. You know, if I could at least just follow the instructions of the support staff, 
Um, which in fact, it might have been useful for me to not have been technical because then I would be able to better explain if I could translate between support staff who were very technical and users who weren't very technical, that in itself is a hugely valuable proposition. Like, like a position to be in is if you can keep asking the right questions to the support staff or to the developers about how to solve a problem and get through their jargon and their assumption that everybody just knows how to open up a terminal window and type in a command. If you can get across that gap for the typical user, then that becomes incredibly valuable just by itself. But I just think, I use that as an example because um, like I think if I had just committed to that and stayed with it, I could have gotten a job at Casa. I would have loved to work with Casa. And, uh, and you know, in some ways, like just kind of shilling for Swan with my affiliate link and meeting those guys is kind of how I really kind of got involved and started working with Swan on a bunch of stuff. And it helps that as Bitcoiners with shared values and a shared worldview, so to speak, it's just really easy to make friends. They're great people. Like the Swan Bitcoin, there is no team like the Swan Bitcoin team, in my opinion. Like they just absolutely kill it. They've got some of the best Bitcoiners in the space. Um, and this is not an ad. I mean, I have ads on the show for Swan, but this is not an ad for Swan. I just really think they have one of the best freaking teams out there. But the point of this whole little series of stuff was just to make it hopefully clear how many seemingly simple things you could do that could be really valuable to a startup, to people who, to a service or company that is low on manpower and, you know, trying to save money. And if you make yourself invaluable to the team, they will add you to the team. You know, if they come to depend on you to help users get through some of the troubles that they're having and it saves everybody working in that company a ton of time and helps benefit their reputation that there's always people around to help answer questions and sort people through their problems, I swear they'll hire you. They, they will, to, to, to be that, that, that is a hugely valuable thing, period. It just is. And I, there is an unlit for everybody out there who is listening to this who wants a Bitcoiner job, I 100% believe that there are more than enough of those sorts of problems, of those sorts of things. There's just an unlimited number of problems. And every time you find a solution to one thing, it eventually develops into a higher level problem, which just means that there's a new thing to solve. Like there's no end to this. There's no playbook. There's no instruction manual. Just see where there are problems. See where a company is running to an issue. Take advantage of connections that you have in your fiat world. Try to connect people. If you see that a company or a team is trying to do something, go talk to people who might help them do that thing. Introduce them. That could literally save someone days, days worth of work and days worth of finding the wrong people just, in, just to find somebody who does know what they're talking about on the issue. Do not discount the value that you could bring. Do not discount your own ideas and the problems that you identify or that you have yourself because it might be a huge deal and it might be something that a number of people are sitting on and failing to realize how much benefit could be brought to the space. And just like uh, Sovereign Michael or Michael, Sovereign, Sovereign Mindset um, said in the thread that we read on this show is do not underestimate your butterfly effect. And... 
if we can get a lot of people who really want to do this to figure out, to, to try to get in that mindset and start looking for problems to solve and finding the quickest, most practical, like straight to the point solutions to those problems or just some sort of process around making it easier to deal with, that is building. That is, that is making the ecosystem more efficient. That is providing value. That is making the companies more streamlined. That is making the user experience more in line with what we want to see. That is expanding and helping the ecosystem, the industry, and Bitcoin. And I just think there is a ton of opportunity. And the companies here that are going to be hiring and expanding in the bear market when things look crappy and crypto is over in its little corner crying from all of the rug pulls, this is when you build lasting relationships. This is when you build real products that have long-term perspectives. This is when you implement so that you don't have all the noise of a bunch of, you know, morons chasing green candles coming in who don't even really care about the product or the service. They're just here to, you know, hype their own crap. Like, this is the magic hour. Take advantage of it. If you've got any extra time to help explore this or... You know, you can take that risk and go looking for a Bitcoin job or who knows, maybe maybe you've been sitting on a startup idea or a product or service or you've been wanting to finally dig down and really become a developer. Do it. Do it. If you think that's on the table, do it. I think this is a really important topic and it doesn't get covered enough. Like I said, a ton of people ask me about this. Um, but if there was one rule... Hey, buddy there was one rule start at bitcoinerjobs.com you know there's tons of stuff posted up there it has already become basically the go-to resource and i gotta thank swan bitcoin for basically setting that up for people like they don't make any money off of it like they just they literally just wanted to connect bitcoiners who want jobs to bitcoiners who need help and that is what bitcoiner jobs is and it's really awesome to see what people do for this space just because they know the problem is out there. Um, I mean, think about it. Like, there was no clear, dominant, like, very well, uh, very well established and pushed for place to find Bitcoiner jobs before Bitcoiner jobs. There were a couple of, like, kind of scattered around places, but I feel like most of it, like, wasn't maintained very well or there was no cohesive center, so to speak. Now I feel like there is. And that was a problem. And now we're working towards... A sustainable and really good solution. Maybe you've got something like that. Maybe you've got something as simple as an idea, a website that could be that, could be the Bitcoiner jobs of some other issue we're having. Brainstorm, build, take some time, see what you can do, and identify a problem and help solve it. That's that is that is the whole game. That is what an economy is. And in a hard monetary economy, in a sound money system, solving real problems and producing real value is how you get wealthy. It's how you succeed. So we'll close this one here. A huge thank you to Stefan Levera for putting this together and for being a part of the Swan team over there and all those guys. Um, really is, really is just a great, incredible, incredible resource for the space. Seriously, just hats off to those guys. 
Um, big thanks to Stefan for his show as well. Um, huge resource for a lot of different people. And uh, Bitcoin Magazine for always having the best writing in the Bitcoin space. Thanks to our sponsors for the show, which also happen to be Swan Bitcoin, the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto, and the Fold debit card for sats back on everything in your life. In fact, before it gets we're getting close to midnight here, I got to get my uh, do my little metaverse, uh, collect my spins for the day. And you know, I'm feeling good. I think I'm gonna stack. I think I'm gonna stack a hundred dollars on Swan for little Rad over here, and I'm gonna send it to my Bitbox. And that's that's how I'm gonna finish my day. That's gonna feel good. What do you think about that, Rad? I'm asleep. That's how I feel about that. All right. Thank you guys for listening. This is Bitcoin Audible. I am Guy Swan, the guy who has read more about Bitcoin than anybody else you know, hanging out with little Rad Swan, the baby who has listened to more about Bitcoin than any other baby you know. I'll be here with another show as soon as I get a long enough span in which he is not screaming or hungry or pooped himself then I can get some recording done. And until then, stay subscribed, and I'll catch you on the next one. Take it easy, guys. You have been listening to Bitcoin Audible. A 111 production. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.